You are listening to Living with ADHD and CPTSD, available on all podcast platforms everywhere. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Just before I begin the episode today, I want to make a couple announcements. One, my new website is now fully uh, up and running and is accessible. The address that you can go to is www.livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. Livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. In there, you can look at all the podcast episodes. There are a number of helpful resources for you for ADHD, CPTSD, articles, YouTube personalities, Twitter users who are talking about both ADHD and CPTSD. And there's also a location where you can contact me and ask me questions or do suggestions for episodes. That would be fantastic. Another thing that I would like to announce is starting next week, I am going to be doing two episodes a week. The thing that's going to be different is that one episode on Fridays will always be ADHD related topics. And then on Saturday, all related issues will be on CPTSD. So two episodes a week because I want to make sure that my audience members who some are ADHD related and some are CPTSD related each get something to listen to each and every week that they tune into my podcast. Okay, so today's episode is how to unblend when you are triggered or having a flashback. So, as I've discussed in the past, and I had an episode a couple weeks ago that was called Being Blended, and I was discussing with you about how I was having a hard time um, dealing with being blended, and the things that would occur because of that with my parts during with CPTSD. And I discovered some interesting ideas and discussing with my therapist last week that perhaps it would be a good idea to discuss with you ways that I try to unblend from my parts when I am having a flashback and or I am triggered and there's a, a lot of stuff that you can do there's different techniques and some of them are dependent on you know the situation and they don't always work the best depending on like how severe the trigger can be uh, how much blended you are when it comes to your parts so it 
I'm going to try and talk about a number of things related to being blended, uh, noticing the signs, um, noticing how you're feeling, and then talk about the tools that you can use to become unblended. And also like re reiterate just how difficult it can be at times to notice that you are and the difficulties in stepping away from a conversation or a location or an activity when you are blended. So, one of the things that a lot of people discuss when they're having a flashback and they are blended with their child parts is the fact that the adult usually tends to believe the child parts when they're triggered and when they're experiencing a flashback. And depending on the situation that you are in, if you're with someone at the time, like a girlfriend or a parent or like a friend, that recognizing the behaviors and the signs, both physical, emotional, and mental signs that you are blended is very important to getting to the part of knowing how to unblend. It's a big deal because if you don't know what your signs are and notice how you're feeling, then it's very difficult to do any sort of steps or procedures to become unblended with your parts. And so I'm going to first discuss the different signs that you could feel. There are probably many ones. Um, I'm mostly going to discuss the ones that I tend to have. And I may also talk about some other sensations and signs that other people would probably be experiencing when they're triggered. So let's start off with the physical signs. When you are blended with your parts and so you're experiencing your flashback and, you're, and you, be, you become triggered, there's things that occur with me that I'm beginning to recognize more and more and easier. So my questions that I ask myself or that like that my therapist would ask is when you're when you're blended what are the physical signs that you're experiencing how does your body feel what did you notice that changed when the blending occurred and my body feels like there's it's, it also isn't just feeling it's movements like certain um act actions that are occurring when you are having this this issue or this this trigger like for me when i am blended whether it's like a blended level of a three or a four or even up to as high as nine ten uh, you know my, the maximum level of blendedness with your parts i do a lot of twitching and moving like i was sitting talking to my therapist uh, last week and i was getting really animated and really passionate about the the things that i was discussing with him and he noticed that 
when I'm in a blended state, like I was at a three, which was which isn't very serious, but there is still some some activity with your with my child parts, that I would move around a lot. Like I would be shifting my legs, shifting in the chair, you know, touching my arm with my hand, uh, doing movements a lot, like very often during the time, the amount of time that I was just talking about it. And he noticed that. And to be honest, I did too. So physical movement, like twitching and, and being fidgety, especially when you're sitting down, uh, even actually when I've, I've been, there have been lots of times where I've been triggered and blended with my parts and I'm standing up. And the things that I do when I'm, when I'm experiencing this is like putting my hands on my hips or like being like looking down and having a, a physical positioning of like uh, being rejected or like poor body posture or moving around like walking around a lot kind of pacing on the floor so like going from one room to another looking around not looking at your partner or looking at the person who you're talking to um trying to dissociate like noticing different things out like across the street from your window for example like you know looking at the birds or looking at the leaves and the trees and then looking at people walking by going on their on a walk and then noticing all the all the different little things and your eyes dart right or you like some people will purposefully look away and really just focus on maybe one or two things within a very small um, area within the that spot and they do this a lot and some other things that occur is you can start to feel like I do feel some warm some warming in my hands um, like it, it almost feels like kind of like the tension like there's more tension in, in my body, right? Like it's there's it's not necessarily pain, but there's a lot of muscle tension. Um, you're you can't sit still because of that tension, and it can be things. It could be one of those things that you just like if if you're not used to it, or you're having a hard time recognizing that you're blended with your child parts. It is one thing that you may not may not really notice unless someone points it out to you. That is a very common thing: is people who are in the beginning stages of learning about it and trying to recognize that they're in a blended state don't always, well, hardly ever recognize a lot of the symptoms and a lot of the signs that that they experience because they're so blended that the adult of course isn't able to step back and kind of notice all the different symptoms and all the different issues that are occurring in that moment so my yeah those are my physical signs like I know that um, I also sometimes kind of and, and I do a good job of resisting but I like to kind of bounce up and down or do a lot of like 
quick movement in in, a, in the same spot or turning you know like I'm turning on the spot or turning sideways almost as if I'm, I don't want to face the person that I'm talking to or face away from the the subject that created the trigger and uh, or being you know becoming blended it's a it's almost like a safety net or a, a form of of avoiding the danger okay now another one is emotional signs uh, like what are their feelings that you experience when you are becoming blended or when you are blended with your parts um, you could have numerous parts like you could feel anxious you could feel scared you could feel uh, like you could even feel funny or you could feel um, like excited you know there's 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 many many different feelings like emotional feelings that you could experience while you are in a blended state with your parts some of them are really strong and are very noticeable by yourself uh, and mostly by someone or like your if your partner is in the room with you they could definitely notice them um, if you're feeling angry you you would if you're really and if you're really good at noticing that you're blended then you would notice like an increase in the volume of your voice when you're talking and the tone of your voice and so it it really becomes apparent to everybody around and if you're really good at recognizing the symptoms even to you that the volume of your voice goes up and so you're trying real hard to be careful um, or, or you know or, or you for some people when they're blended they become softer like I know when I'm blended I get to the point where I don't talk a whole lot and I say like one or two words so instead of saying like a bunch of words in a sentence or making a very very comprehensive comment or, or statement I, I will say one word at a time or two words at a time and it's in a very monotone voice so there's no emotion in, in the response there's it's quiet it's calm but it's also really like low tone and quiet voice and very succumb to avoiding because if, if you're trying to avoid if you're triggered and you're trying to avoid um, making someone angry by raising your voice then you're going to do the opposite as much as possible you're going to not raise your voice you're not going to show any emotion in your responses because that's how you avoid you know making someone get angry now depending on the amount of therapy that you have gone through or at the level you are at like if you just discovered that you're you've got CPTSD and you're just learning about child parts and triggers and experiencing flashbacks and the history of your of your trauma you're gonna have a hard time really recognizing these signs because your parts are gonna be so strong and so active that until you finally become un unblended and you're no longer triggered 
unless you're unless you're like recording yourself or you know on video or something the only per the only people who are really going to know what's what happened and be able to talk to you about it would be a therapist or your best friend or your family or your loved one who's happens to be there experiencing the trigger with you when you become more like used to the the whole thing and you're better with recognizing the different symptoms like you you could recognize that you're triggered you could recognize there's a flashback you can even sometimes see it ahead of time but if you become blended with your child parts your adult part can be there like 50/50 with your child parts so half of the of the parts are online and half of the adults are online and there's like a battle to choose to see who can be in control so you're able to really understand and learn you know and hear the like and recognize all the things that are happening while you're you're experiencing the trigger but that takes a long time to really become good at at recognizing the triggers and the symptoms because it's not an overnight thing you're you know you're going to it's going to take a lot of people many years to get to a stage where when they are triggered they can recognize it and then they can automatically do the unblending and do the listening to the parts and feeling what the parts are feeling and then if the parts are trusting you then you can update so it's it takes some time it takes a bit of effort all right now the other sign that does occur is the mental signs like what kind of mental stress and mental changes are there occurring when you're blended you know when you've been cup triggered uh some of the this is a bit of a harder one for me because with ADHD also playing its role it can make it a little harder to remember things and to like be able to comprehend and tell people in a very clear direct way of what the what's going on now like for me when i get triggered and when i'm blended with my parts there's like a very difficult time communicating um it's difficult getting words out that you know a person who isn't blended or a neurotypical uh speaks it's very easy for them to say what needs to be said but for someone who like myself who gets blended you do notice that things change as far as your ability to talk to someone or talk about it or to respond like if someone asks you a question and maybe they've got a tone and they've triggered you your ability to respond in a logical and intelligent way can be hampered really well and so you seem to struggle with getting a few words out you get stuck you get really anxious and you feel like like it's impossible and you need to run away uh you know the whole fight or flight um mode that everybody's discussed for well for a very long time you know when you get triggered or when when a sudden situation occurs that is life threatening 
you either fight and you stand up for yourself and deal with it head on or you run away to protect yourself because you realize that staying there and doing nothing isn't is going to put you in danger so of course when the parts are there they're trying to look after you because the adult when they gets triggered is more often than not incapable of making the adult decisions and doing what is right and what is best for that for, for themselves and of course then that means the child parts take over and the child parts make the decisions in the instant moment saying okay we're in danger we got to get out of here so they run now so the mental signs like i'm just trying not to get off topic here but the mental signs that that we experience can be different some experience it in a more a much heavier way much more random type of experiences and then some of us it's very specific or one or two different types and it's always the same ones again and again they don't experience a, diff a different one with every trigger and when they're blended it's the same way you know they act out they get defensive they're really not saying things in a mature way they're not being at all like they're not making responsible decisions they immediately give up and and quit or they go and get into a ball on the chair and and they're trying to find ways to to get over that trigger it can it can be very hard on someone uh, especially if they're new to this now those are the so those are the signs um forgive me if i didn't mention a ton i know there are a lot of different signs out there and everybody is a little different when it comes to the signs that that they experience when they become blended uh, with their parts when they experience that flashback and there's also the feelings that you get like noticing what you're doing like right noticing your breathing how's your breathing when you're triggered when you're blended is it deep and long slow breaths or is it quick and rapid breaths like instead of like you know like a calm normal breath in and out in and out you get you're in that blended state and you're triggered and you're heightened and you're just you're kind of like looking around jumping around you're you're definitely scared and so your breathing is faster and quicker so instead of the leap the long deep breath it's short quick breaths right like it can it can be that way like i know that when i was when my therapy my therapist was trying to help me recognize the signs that were occurring when i was blended he was saying that the one thing that i should really look out for and be really aware of is my breathing how am i breathing am i am i doing it quick short breaths am, or when and when i'm not blended and i'm not triggered notice how the breaths are nice and even and slower and longer breaths so these are the kind of things that he was noticing and that i had to learn and also like like the sensations like for example i would get this intense feeling in my chest 
right? Like it was like a, almost like a like a growing feeling, much like when you're scared and you and you're just kind of not sure what to do and you're looking around and you're really being super quick and super vigilant and you're just looking everywhere it's it's that kind of sensation that you get when just before you're gonna go you're you run away or you attack to protect yourself very it's the same sensation one of the sensations that i notice like when i'm becoming blended that helps me recognize it is I would get to a point where I couldn't remember anything or I couldn't say anything like I would literally be stuck right like you're stuck in your mind you're stuck and you and you can't move you can't think you can't speak there you're there's nothing going in your mind in and out you you almost like stop breathing and I was always experiencing this when I would become blended and it was a very hard thing to recognize and to realize that this was being triggered this was being blended with my child parts it's something that takes a little bit of time well for some people a lot of time to learn to see that sign see that symptom and then to also realize in your mind in the moment that this trigger is occurring that you're blended and that you need to take a break and you need to stop or you need to to try and ground it is very complicated and i know that some people it's easier for for some than and it's harder for other people it's just it's recognizing like it's one thing to unblend when you know it and you realize that you are triggered and you're having a flashback and your parts are, are there with you and you're believing your child parts but it's it's the biggest thing that everybody has to learn and it is it is very difficult unless you have the proper help like you have a professional therapist there to help you it is difficult to recognize the symptoms and recognize that you are indeed blended so the physical and emotional and the mental signs and noticing how your body feels is a very big key and knowing and seeing in your mind going uh oh i'm blended something's wrong I'm in danger but I'm blended. The child parts are here and they're doing their thing and they're talking and they're getting upset and they're starting to rebel or get rambunctious. The key to that after is knowing and being able to with the adult enough to say all right, I got to stop. I got to breathe. So you sit there and you go off into a corner or you go into a room, you close the door, you turn the lights off if that's your thing of course and you start to just do slow breathing. <clears throat> Excuse me. You breathe and you just take it easy and you close your eyes and you start to ground. Now, I did talk to uh, about grounding in past episodes. It is an amazing tool that you can use. You can sit there and you can ground. And the the interesting part is it actually can be a lot of fun when you start to get really good at it. 
you sit there and you and you like notice all the different sensations right there's five sensations there's touch there's sound there's taste there's smell there's sight all five senses you can use in the tool to do grounding to help get out of the the triggered state and become unblended with your child parts Noticing the five senses can be a big help and is a key to making the ability to get untriggered and become unblended with your child parts faster and easier every time. It's very helpful. So I would sit there and especially like in the new in the earlier days it was it was really difficult to be able to sit back and do it because you're so triggered and you're feeling so blended with your parts that especially if you've got parts who are fighting hard to protect you from the what it believes is danger it can be difficult to do it and to obey well not to obey but to to come in online with 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 the adult with the adult in control and then do all the steps so I'm gonna go over it real quickly here um, just not not any specific uh, trigger example but just some examples so the first thing when you want to ground and work towards becoming unblended is to breathe slow just sit back Try and relax, take some deep breaths multiple times in and out, you know, in through the nose, out through the mouth. And they say that you should pause for a few seconds when you take your breath in, so you go in. Nice and slow, and on the, when you're out, hold it for a couple seconds, and then breathe in through your nose, nice and slow. Okay, so you do that for a little bit. No, it, you know you got to be careful because you could, you know, hyperventilate and and pass out if if you do it wrong or if you do it too too fast. So you got to be careful. You got to be try to be present. Try to feel around you what's going on and do the breathing. And then after you've been breathing, then what you can do is you can just kind of relax your muscles, stretch, you know, put your hands out in front of you and and stretch and reach and just try to move your arms back as as far as you can behind you maybe you can put them behind your head and stretch your arms you know reach out and just get a real good stretch going and take your time you know you don't there's no rush involved at all you can it's nice and simple and you know do it very easy and then you can start to feel the blood rushing 
you know like especially if you're if you're in a state of of trigger that you're hunched over or you're like you know breathing real fast and real hard it it can definitely affect the way your body feels so now you've done that you've you know you've taken a few minutes now what you could do is you could notice the five sensations like you're in a room or you're outside like it it's it works really well if you're outside because especially in the summertime the, the all the noises like if you're in a park or you're in the backyard like especially as well you can recognize the different things that are going on you can like you you sit there and you and you can do it with your eyes closed or you can open your eyes and just try to be nice and calm be present with yourself you know try to focus try to not allow yourself to be you know going crazy in your mind uh try to try to regulate try to keep calm so you could start with any of them like the visual one you know the the neat one that i was always taught was is to look for five things in the area that are a color so we'll say green so find five things in the room or in 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 the area that are that are green so i would look around and i would see okay the grass uh the leaves on the tree um oh that the person over there is wearing a green sweater or a, a green jacket um oh there's a green car hey look there's a green sign great perfect now if the trigger if if you're really good at this and you've been doing this for a while there are possibilities that doing the one sensation can help bring you out of this blended state and help you become untriggered but if you're but a lot of times doing more than one is definitely helpful because it gives other sensations a chance to to ground so okay so let's do the sound all right so you close your eyes and you sit there and you be quiet and you don't move you try not to make any noises or any sounds and you listen for things in the in the area like what can you hear so you sit there and you're like i can hear the birds there's a bird making a noise uh, uh, singing i can hear the the leaves you know moving on the ground rustling with the wind i can hear the wind i can hear the car down the road driving uh i can hear the water in the lake or the river uh, down the hill flowing down the river to- past me and it, you could even do another one if you want um you know, you're sitting there and you're thinking and you and you're trying to listen hard and you're trying to stay relaxed and oh i hear a baby crying off in the distance uh there's a dog barking so there like i i i could do 7 for example you know you do 5 but you could do 7 which was which is fantastic so we'll go over the other ones you know just for the sake of of the the cuz the fact that there are the five senses that you can use to help ground now 
there we've done this we've done the site and we have done the hearing or the, the, the sound one now there is the sense the sensation you basically you sit there and you breathe and relax and you go from top of your head down feel how your nose your skin on your head the hair on your on the top of your head how does it feel feel how your ears feel feel your mouth not with your hands this you just feeling sensation on your mouth and then you go you talk about it and you say hmm this feels I could feel uh, like a tingling or I could feel the air blowing on my on my ears and then once you've think you've got enough or you've all the ones you can then you move down to your neck you feel your shoulders and then you keep going and then you get down to eventually to your feet and how did how, you know the sensation that you feel with your feet how did your toes feel so you go area by area body part by body part your fingers your hands elbow your stomach you know like even your belly button <laughs> you can do all that now so we've gone sight sound sensation now there's the taste a little difficult to do because unless you've recently had a had some food like a muffin or a sandwich or or you had a, a steak or you drank a coffee or, or you had a cola it, it is a little bit harder but you could still do it so you can think back and and, and go hmm oh that yeah that salad was nice that the dressing was really tasty very nice and good sensation on the tongue and then I had that that coffee mmm that was a good coffee really it was nice and warm and it was all oh, that sugar I felt in the coffee was so good and so you, you can think back and remember that sensation the, the taste in your mouth of how it felt when you drank the coffee or you ate the food that's another good way of, of grounding yourself so now there's so we've gone through sight sound there's the hearing the taste and now there is sorry um, my ADHD is kind of playing a role here um, sight sound touch taste well <laughs> I have to apologize I can't remember the fifth one um, touch okay yeah there we go um, sorry yeah there you go ADHD on the spot in action for you folks so the touch is is the fifth one it doesn't have to be in that order of course so if you're in the park that's perfect because now look at all the things you can touch you can be on your knees and you can touch the grass you can feel how the grass feels in between your fingers and on your knees and in between your toes and then you can lay in it and feel it on your back 
you can go and touch the leaves on the tree, the bark that's on the on the trunk of the tree. You can go and touch, like if you're near water, you could put your hand in water, and you can feel how the water feels. It could feel cold, or it could feel like, you know, like how water feels.、Um, you could go and touch, like the shirt on your on your on the, on the top, you know, that you're wearing. And and feel how it feels. Like it could feel really smooth, or it could feel rough. Like if you're wearing a pair of jeans on on your legs, you can feel how the the sensation, of the the style, the way the jeans are made, and you can feel the creases in in the the knees and the, in the seams. So, a lot of times, if you're doing it right. And you're really trying, and you're staying relaxed, and you're focusing, and you're not allowing outside sources to interfere and get in the way and distract you from doing these, this tool. Is it can feel great, and it can really help you become untriggered, and ground, and get back to being present and in the moment with with life and with your partner or with the, the where you are. And almost feels like time slows down. And this is how a good way to unblend your child parts and you, the adult, separate. Then you become yourself, and you feel like the adult. And you just keep breathing. Notice how your breathing is probably slowed down, and your mind starts to work better. You can start to talk better. You can be more clear when you're communicating. Pretty good, you know. It it, it helps really well, and、um, there are some other ways. And the only thing is, is I think grounding works.、Um, there is therapy-assisted ways you can do EMDR.、Um, that is a good way of of trying to get you know deeper into how、uh, like the source of it and the triggers. Um, I know that that can work, but you do need to have the therapist with you to do that. It's not something you can do on your own. Well, if you could try, but it's probably not going to work too well. So that's really it for this episode.、Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing all the different、uh, things that you can do to become unblended with your child parts. And、uh, hopefully it is very useful for you. And if you find that it's it works really well, I would definitely recommend discussing it with your therapist. Or you could do some research online to get more information. You can look up some other ways of doing some、uh, like unblending, like tools and and methods. And then you can even recommend it to somebody you know. Um, there's a lot out there, and it is definitely helpful, and it is a good way to become unblended. So, like I said, next week there will be two episodes: one on Friday about ADHD, and another one on Saturday about CPTSD. And it will be a good way to. Give people who are suffering from ADHD and CPTSD their 
own new episode to listen to each week and to to stay in tune with the podcast. Well, that's all for today, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this, and I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, and for those in Canada, happy Thanksgiving. Okay, bye-bye.